Wisconsin recently topped a list of states where investors are interested in buying properties. And if you've tried to buy a home over the last few years, that probably doesn't surprise you. The market is saturated with people looking for homes, while the number of homes has failed to increase with demand. Add in mounting inflation and this increase in companies buying up single-family homes for investors. And you have a market that Rob Staffsling describes as the worst he's ever seen. Staffsling is the director of single-family lending at WIDA, the Wisconsin Housing and Economic Development Authority, which helps people buy homes by teaching them how the process works and how to finance it. Staffsling joins me now to talk about what the housing market looks like for home buyers. Rob, thank you so much for being here on Lake Effect. It's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. So as you look at the landscape right now for first-time home buyers, how would you say things have changed in really the last decade, but in your time in this work? Sure. I have been doing this for almost 30 years. And as you say, the, the landscape has changed drastically when you think about you know, what a house costs. I think that's where you have to almost start the conversation where, say, our parents talk about, well, gosh, back in the 70s, you know, I had an interest rate of 14%, but maybe the house cost $10,000. You know, so it's a different experience for them. And so now uh, we see uh, the increase just over the last 10 years even. Well, and maybe even 15 years, because think about 2008 when we had, you know, the recession and we had plummeting house prices and, you know, subdivisions that were largely empty because the builders were struggling to sell them uh, in the market where people were literally foreclosures were uh, just such a common piece of the uh, landscape. And so now fast forward and there's no housing. I mean, it is literally such a different environment today for somebody to try to become a homeowner. Not even for the first time home buyer, but definitely when you talk about the education process, when you talk about budget and you talk about, you know, maybe what somebody has to save up for a down payment. And, and now we have programs uh, that you can buy a house with no down payment. Uh, we have down payment assistance and uh, conventional loan that uh, we can we can loan at a high loan to value so people can become homeowners. But the reality is there's just no houses. It's a struggle. And so when you talk about what it looks like to be a homeowner today. Somebody has to be very patient and maybe very flexible as they look at what they think their dream home would be or what their minimum expectations are. That might be quite a gap, but it's really difficult to, to buy a house these days. I, I can't tell you how many people I've spoken with where they're going, you know, we put in an offer for the house and there were 10, 12. In my situation, there was once, I believe, over 20 bids for a home I was looking at. And when you have these really ultra competitive environments, as you say, people have to really curtail their expectations. There's a variety of things that people are, are saying, well, I guess I'll maybe look at this neighborhood. I'll maybe look at this space. What are the kinds of frustrations that you're hearing from people who you work with? The most common is, is just what you spoke to, is the whole idea of they're up against 10, 15, sometimes into the 20s of people who are trying to buy the exact house that they want to buy. And to the point where you talk about people might say, you know, I'm not even really worried about so much what the house looks like. I want to be in this neighborhood. Uh, now, if they can be a little more flexible and they say, OK, I don't necessarily need to be in this neighborhood, but I have to have at least three bedrooms or I have to have at least two bathrooms or and then they might have to 
be more flexible just because of budget constraints in terms of where they live and have to move further away. That creates all sorts of different different issues as it relates to how long does it take them to get to work? Do they have remote work opportunities? Uh, you know, the transportation issues for people who might have one car in their household versus two cars. And I mean, there's all sorts of challenges for people who don't live close to work. As a, for instance, my daughter doesn't drive. So she has to think about how is she going to get to work and uh, whether it's Uber or public transportation. And I think uh, the challenges around not only, you know, the how you get to work, but then, you know, uh, these neighborhoods that are close to workplaces. These are all the... <laughs> You know, I, I, I put down some talking points as it relates to the challenges around people trying to buy houses these days. And uh, it's, it's I've never seen it in the 30 years that I've been doing this, how many different hurdles there are for people to become homeowners. One of the things that we encountered personally with a home that we were looking at and that a lot of people have encountered is we weren't just bidding against other people. We were bidding against companies. There were companies that were looking at these single-family homes. And uh, a recent report actually found Wisconsin is on top of the list of places where people are looking for investment properties. Have you seen this uh, in, in our market? We have. And it's definitely when you talk about the barriers to becoming a homeowner, not only are you going up against uh, your peers, but then investors who want to scoop up these houses and rent them out. They have a lot of capital to be able to accomplish this, and they can maybe buy those fixer-upper opportunities that, you know, back in the day, a first-time home buyer might buy a house that, you know, doesn't have the best carpet or needs some paint or, uh, you know, windows or, you know, something that, you know, they could maybe either do inexpensively or uh, do themselves. But now these investors are scooping up these houses and not only a house, sometimes blocks of houses, you know, neighborhoods where they're uh, going in and trying to scoop up large uh, numbers of homes and then fixing them up and renting them out and maybe not even fixing them up that much. And so it is definitely something that we've seen now on the other side of the coin. We have seen many people become homeowners. I mean, as a for instance, just in the last two months, we have seen uh, many people become homeowners uh, here at WIDA. We've funded almost 500 loans just in July and August for almost $100 million just here in Wisconsin. So there are still people buying homes for sure uh, and becoming first-time homebuyers. But uh, to your point, it is a challenge when you're up against not only your peers, but investors. When it comes to investors and these corporate interests, what does it mean for people, families, uh, when they're looking to buy a home? As you said, these are often well-funded groups. One of the things that also seems to become an issue is that they can waive things. Uh, so most of the time you're going to get your home inspected. You're going to get, um, you know, may maybe you need to uh, do it on contingency. So you're buying this home, but you also need to sell your home. What are some of the benefits that a corporation has that the average person doesn't? You know, that, that's a great question. Off the top of my head, I would say the biggest thing they have going for them is the capital time where they can maybe move fast and uh, they have cash and they can get it wrong a little bit where, let's say my daughter was out shopping for a house and she wanted to think about it because it's a big decision. It's the biggest purchase that most people are going to make. And she's thinking about it. Well, she doesn't have time to think about it because other people are moving fast. They understand the market. 
They swoop in there, they put in a cash offer. They don't need an inspection to your point. They don't need an appraisal if they're paying cash. Where if it was my daughter, I would want her to have an inspection to make sure she's getting safe and stable housing to make sure that you know there's no issues with the foundation and it has a good roof and there's no hidden surprises. Well, in that scenario, somebody who's a large corporation and wants to just buy it, they don't have to think about that as much. And so, you know, there's definitely uh, challenges for people when you think about what it even looked like maybe five years ago for people who could not only think about it, bring their parents to take a look at it with them, have it inspected, ask the sellers to make uh, some improvements to that home if there's something cracking the foundation, roof that needs to be done. There used to be a lot more give and take in the, in the buying and selling process, where now it's a seller's market. And very often there are no inspections and very often cash buyers do get preferential treatment. So it's definitely a challenge. Now, we'll, of course, get into how WIDA helps uh, first-time homebuyers, homebuyers in general. But before we talk about that, what is some of the advice you find yourself giving to people that you've tailored to the kind of unique market we're seeing right now? You know, so WIDA is a provider of home loans to lenders around Wisconsin. And so, I mean, ultimately, and this doesn't sound like uh, the best advice, but it's patience. It's being thoughtful about what a home is going to be to you, not only for your budget, but to the point you made about a neighborhood. How does it function in your everyday life? Because people can get a little skewed by, well, I found this amazing house. And sure, it's 40 minutes out of town, but uh, I don't mind the drive and, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll make it work. Well, then you find yourself in a position where, you know, somebody's caught in traffic. They spend two hours in their car. Um, there's the cost of, you know, gas in the car itself. and parking. And um, so there's these sort of unintended consequences of trying to maybe be too flexible. And I feel like our lenders do a really nice job of uh, giving people good advice and coaching around what it means to be a homeowner, uh, the true costs of being a homeowner, because a lot of people are renters who are going into becoming a homeowner. And uh, you have to go in eyes wide open in terms of what it really costs to be a homeowner. And um, uh, but patience, I mean, in this marketplace, and I mean, as much as I talk about the investor piece being a challenge, it's almost always where a seller truly wants to sell their house to a person who's going to love their house. I mean, there's a lot of that. And maybe that's a Wisconsin Midwest sort of <laughs> mentality. But truly, I mean, I sold uh, my house two years ago and these people took a picture of their kids underneath a trellis uh, of these uh, roses that we had. And they said, we hope this is our future home. And, you know, we had like 15 offers, but the picture of those kids under the trellis when all things were pretty similar in terms of, you know, the sale price <laughs> that did a lot for us. And if some corporation was giving us a little bit more money, that wouldn't have, you know, skewed our decision. Uh, so I think it still is a personal process. For sure. Those love letters can, uh, oh, man. can really. <laughs> <laughs> they get you. <laughs> Uh, as you mentioned, WIDA does, you know, coaching with home buyers. What are some of the other ways that WIDA works with home buyers to uh, get them prepared to buy a home, but then, yeah, ultimately get a house? So we uh, have a partnership with the Federal Home Loan Bank where we are financing some of the uh, local home buyer counselors here in Wisconsin. There's there's nine of them that are actually participating and so we, in conjunction with these housing counseling institutions, are you know, creating uh, more opportunity for people to get home buying counseling. 
And people start at such different places when they're talking about becoming homeowners. Um, there are some people who just think, oh, I could never be a homeowner. Nobody in my family has ever owned a home. We've always rented. And there's some people who they've thought about it their whole life and they've saved up money and they just haven't found just the right house. And, and they go into these counseling sessions really just to verify what they probably already know. And so we support those activities as well as, as I said, we go to, to lender events uh, as, a, as a WIDA uh, sponsor and we present different things around budgets what it means to be a homeowner, sample uh, payments so that people have a sense of what it might look like when you're paying your taxes and your insurance and your principal and interest. And so I think the education part is really important so that people uh, are set up for success becoming homeowners. All right. Well, Rob, thank you so much for speaking with me today and sharing so much of your work. Well, it's my pleasure. Rob Staffsling is the director of Single Family Lending at WIDA, the Wisconsin Housing and Economic Development Authority.